You're listening to the FCPS show, the podcast focusing on Austria's fan-owned club, FC Pinskau Saalfelden. For this episode, we were joined in the socially distanced virtual studio by defender Denis Karimanovic. A very warm winter welcome to today's episode of the FCPS show. I'm Tom Midler, your host for today's episode, and I have a bit of fixture news to bring you because, all being well, FC Pinskau fans can now look forward to a game against Hertha Wels on the 27th of February 2021. That is due to be our first official friendly game in preparation for the spring season. So that's some good news and definitely something to look forward to in the new year. And one of the players who is working really hard to be ready for that spring restart is our defender, Denis Karimanovic. And I caught up with him to talk about international appearances, experience with top-tier Bundesliga sides and his comeback from injury. Before we get to that interview, you might have noticed a rather sleek logo on the front of our beautiful shirts this season. And that logo belongs to Mountain Homes, who are a partner of FC Pinsgau as project developers and operators of hotels and resorts in the most stunning alpine locations. The Mountain Homes Group specialises in the development, planning, construction and sale of premium sustainable hotel vacation properties in the beautiful mountains around Pinsgau and beyond. You can check out their incredible properties and the views over on their website, which is available in English as well as in German, and that is over at mountain-homes.com. Dot at that's mountain hyphen homes dot at now then i'll hand things over to defender denis karimanovic and first of all i just had to make sure that we were getting his name just right karimanovic karimanovic yeah perfect everyone can just get that perfect and practiced for next season yeah it's not easy (laughs) Dennis you're only 20 you've got a great future ahead of you but if we look back you represented Bosnia already at under 17 and under 18 level can you tell us about what it was like how proud you were perhaps to to wear the national jersey and whether you've got some good memories of those times yeah it was a very nice time I played for for Bosnia over two years especially in the under 17 was very good. We qualified for the European championship and had great opponents like England. We played against great players like Jaden Sancho and Moise Keen as well. So it was a very good experience for me. Yeah, it was a great time. Yeah, that's really cool to, to be playing against players of that caliber, players like that. Were you nervous the first time you actually walked out for the national team? Yeah, I was nervous uh, at the first game, but I think that that's that's normally like if you play the first time for for your country or the the country where my parents are from, it was a very special and nice moment for me. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> so what was actually the, the first stadium that you played in uh, when you made your Bosnia debut? 
I don't know which stadium exactly, but we played in Italy, against Italy. We had two games. There was like a training camp before, and then we had two games against Italy. So your parents are Bosnian, but you were born in Austria, if I'm right. So did you have the choice then to play for either nation? I had to choose. Like, yeah, I'm I'm born in Austria, but um, I was a Bosnian citizenship. And two years ago, I changed it, so now I'm Austrian. And yeah, now I can play for Austria, but it's not possible to play for both countries or to have both passports. Yeah, I made the choice because I think if I, because Bosnia is not in the European Union and it's more important for the club. If you have an Austrian citizenship, it's easier to move and to play everywhere. Okay, so having the EU passport was more important for you personally. Yeah, exactly. I definitely understand that because my nation, the UK, is also leaving the EU very, very soon. So I know the challenges of these kind of decisions. I uh, I know what you've been through with that a little bit. Are you aiming then to play football internationally again in the future? Is that something that motivates you for your career? Yeah, I think it, it's a big dream for every footballer to, to represent his, his country. So no, don't ask me if Austria or Bosnia, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's difficult to say which one, but yeah, I love both. I'm born here. My parents are from Bosnia, but it's a dream, yeah, to play for, for the national team. Well, I very much hope for you and for your career that you actually have to make that decision again at some point in the future. Yeah, hopefully. But um, to move away from international football and bring it back to club football, you're only 20, but you've already got experience with the junior sides at uh, SV Ried and at Juniors Oberösterreich, so the junior side of... Uh, Bundesliga team Lask. Do you keep in touch with players from your days at those clubs? Yeah, we're still in contact. I think if you, no matter where you are, you always get in touch with, with people and become friends. And yeah, I think it's not just football which is important, but also to keep it, the contact with other people. And I've still many friends. And I'm very thankful for that. I think it's also very important. Yeah, of course, life outside of football, obviously really important as well. On that note, what have you been uh, What have you been up to over the holidays? Are you, have you been able to relax a bit with your family? No, not really. I think since my surgery in September, I'm working very, very hard every day. And the main focus is to come back as soon as possible and stronger than before that's the main goal so i think this year the, the holiday sound that much important and yeah i'll come back to the injury a little bit later because it was a really big moment in this season for you of course and for for fcps and for the fans as well but back to the bundesliga in austria lask uh reed you know you had time with these clubs do you watch the Austrian Bundesliga? Because I get the feeling that the clubs have really been improving in recent seasons. Is that something that you think too? Yeah, you're right. The Austrian Bundesliga is more and more interesting also for Austrian people. And I watch it as well because I think the quality improved a lot within the last maybe two years. There are many teams which play also in the, which play international. And it's very interesting, like I said, some of those teams 
that you mentioned, you know, playing in Europe, you've got Lask, you've got Wolfsburg as well. They're doing really, really well. Um, and even, you know, some of our fans abroad are going to know about some of those teams because they're really making a name for themselves and they're doing it on a really small budget too. So does that interest the players? Does it kind of go through the players' minds that if a club like that can do it, then then so can we? Yeah, that that's the, the perfect example how it how it's working with also less money than maybe Red Bull Salzburg. So last played some years before also in, in the in the third division like we do and now they play in the Euro Europe League. I think uh, both teams are very good examples for us. They they showed us how to do it, how we have to do it. Would you say there are any kind of lessons almost that clubs can learn or, or players from those examples? You know, do, do you watch perhaps defenders like Gernot Trauner at Lask and, and try to learn from them? Yeah, surely. I think Gernot Trauner is a very good player. He also had a tough career, especially in a, in a young age. Uh, I know him maybe since five years. He played for Esra Reed the same time I did. I just played for the, for the academy. Yeah, now he, he's, for me, the, the best defender in Austria. Lask had also a, a tough time in the third division. And they also had to to start from the bottom. Like, And yeah, I think we, we still can do it and we will do it. So moving things to the season that we're currently right in the middle of, it's been obviously a really strange year with, with COVID and, and for many reasons. And it's been a hard season especially with all the excitement around FCPS at the start of the season after such a good year last year. Are you feeling good? Are you feeling positive about going into the spring? Yeah, we are. Even if, if, the, if the season wasn't like like we wanted or we still have to improve things. But I think it, it, it's also important because you can learn a lot of things and do it better in the spring. Yeah, it seems like learning from the recent experiences will definitely be key in 2021. Were there any specific highlights or specific positive moments for you from the games in the 2020 season so far? Yeah, I mean, every game is important. You you learn every day, no matter if you are if you have a game or if you're in training. But to to, to pick up one special moment, I think it. It's very tough because we, we did well. We play in a good way, but the result wasn't like like we expected them or we wanted them. So, yeah. Yeah, there were certainly some, some very good performances uh, from yourself included and the results were not really seeming to go along with that at times this season. But coming to your injury that we mentioned earlier... Can you tell us a bit about what actually happened? Because it, it seemed like a really nasty injury. How has it been for you since then? Uh, it, I don't know. It's so difficult. I just made a step forward and my knee twisted. And I heard like something in my knee. And I knew, I don't know. It, it's not like before, you know. Uh, uh, I had a strange feeling. And... Yeah, it's, it was just a, a silly step, which if you tell it somebody, he would say, no, that, that, that can't happen, you know? But yeah, on, on the next day, uh, 
made an MRT, and then they said that my ACL, that I have an ACL injury. Yeah, it was very hard, but that's part of the game. So in a way, maybe it's just one of those things that footballers can have to deal with at times, I suppose. It sounds a bit like uh, another unlucky moment in a season that's had plenty of them, but how's the recovery going and, and what kind of things do you focus on to get you through an injury like this? I think the main thing is that you never give up and never lose your goal. Like you have to know what your goal is. Uh, I had a big injury two years before, but no matter, I'm still working hard when I come back and want to achieve my goals. And that's the reason why I'm hard working day for day. So, yeah, that kind of attitude is uh, really important. I'm sure. Did it help you at all that FC Pinskow? have basically had no games lately. Does that take the pressure off your recovery, not actually having to watch the boys from the sidelines every week? Yeah, I mean, it's it's much easier because if you if you have to look how the other teammates are playing, it's not an easy situation, but I think I'm, I'm lucky right now, so I can focus on my, on my comeback and work and I hope that I can be back on the pitch till the till the season starts again in March. So that's our main goal. Well, we all, of course, really hope that you can be back in the spring. Um, something that we have seen in this uh, this winter is that we've seen online the FCPS squad training over Skype or over Zoom with the coaches. Is that something that you've been able to get involved with as well? Yeah, I was took part as well at the training session. I did everything. And today is the next session at 6.30. So, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Okay, so I won't keep you for too long then. Um, are you are you happy with, with the way your recovery is going so far? Yeah, I'm very satisfied with, with my recovery. I uh, don't have any pain. I can do a lot of things and prepare my myself, my body and my knee for, for the next step. I'm very satisfied, yeah. That's really good to hear. I'm really happy about that. Uh, We had a question whilst we're talking about training. We had a question from Nathan on Twitter. He was asking about some of the training exercises that the lads do. Could you perhaps tell us us one of your least favourite training exercises? Yeah, like the the exercise I hate are, are squats with my right leg so with the injured leg it's very tough but i have to do it because the muscle is still still weak or not that strong like like the left one but it's getting better day by day (laughs) and easy as well okay so squats are the uh, the tough one right now yeah do you have a favorite exercise one that when it comes around uh, you're always looking forward to it and, and you're thinking yes this is one that i love yeah, upper body exercises like push-ups and things like that. Uh, I like them, yeah, especially when we when we have the video, video video training. And you still have almost a full two months of those exercises ahead, of course, before our first friendly of uh, of twenty twenty one. Do you have the the feeling that you'll be ready to go by then in late February? I think so. Yeah, it depends. I have to talk to the doc as well, so he's deciding was better for me especially with the risk he said like i have to to wait for six months but uh, yeah that, 
that's fine. I think end of February, March, that's the perfect time where I can play again. Okay, so it's kind of a six-month injury and uh, we're almost going to reach six months without a game for FCPS. So definitely we're keeping our fingers crossed for you in 2021. Our first game, February the 27th, that's going to be a friendly against Hertha Vels. I once met somebody who actually confused Vels with the nation of Wales. <laughs> so, I mean, luckily there's no Gareth Bale or, or Aaron Ramsey at Hertha Wells. But uh, d- do you know much about them? Yeah, I know a lot about them. Uh, like I said, I lived in Upper Austria, in Reed and in Linz for five or six years. And Wells is not far away from the cities. I think they they have a bad team. They, they also want to prepare for the for the second division in the following years and they did well uh watched some watched some games of them yeah it's, it's a good test for us so it sounds like a good team a pretty strong opponent to get us prepared exactly yeah for the rest of this season now do you think it's a case of kind of taking things game by game or does fcps still have some targets to achieve this year yeah i think all things are important. We have, we have to to prepare as a team as well, especially for 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 the next season, where we wanna try to to promote again. That's our main goal. But also individually for every player, it's important to to do his job well, to to play good, so that the the, the coach is satisfied with your performance. And if everybody that is doing his job, we can't lose. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. For 2021, we've obviously lost several players from the squad who played in 2020. And now that's not ideal, of course, but is that going to change things up in the dressing room? You know, is it a good chance for some other players to step in and make their mark? Yeah, the dressing room, surely. Age left, so the clown isn't here anymore. So (laughs) (laughs) No, I think that's football, so club made a decision which is the best for them and we still have players who, who want to show that they can football what they can do and it's a it's a good possibility especially for young players that they show that they want to play and that they can play on this level okay so some reasons to be hopeful and uh, maybe the fans can get to know some new faces perhaps they'll even be a new joker yeah like i said that that's football, so we have to accept this decision and still look forward. Last question then. With COVID, of course, we've had this situation where a lot of games have been cancelled right at the last minute or it's been on-off. Uh, we hope it's not going to be like this, but it could be the same in the spring. So under these conditions, is it kind of hard for the players to stay focused? Yeah, I mean, every week the we prepared like we are playing on the weekend, but it was especially at the end. It was like we play or we don't play, or you they decided one one day before. So it's also very tough. But uh, yeah, on the one hand there was COVID, but on the other hand, it was a total new situation for for many of us or for many players, like. We, we we had a goal. We were the, the, the favorite the favorite, like the top team in our division and there was a pressure as well. So 
we have to learn to handle everything and I think that's important as well in football if you want to achieve something. Dennis, thank you so much. Uh, all the best for your recovery. We wish you all the best for the new year as well. And we absolutely cannot wait to see you back out on the pitch in the colours of FCPS. Thanks a lot for joining us on today's FCPS show. Thank you and uh, wish you a happy new year. Stay healthy and looking forward to the new season with you. This has been the FCPS show. It's recorded, produced and edited in Vienna, Austria for FC Pinskau Saalfelden. And if you're interested to find out more about Europe's unique fan-owned club model, then why don't you head on over to wefunder.com forward slash fan.owned.club and find out everything that you need to know about this incredible opportunity to become a part owner of a European soccer club.